With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And this your girl T with the After Hours with T. And I got my sub co-host. Hey, y'all. Hey, I'm Raven. See, you're going to need a nickname. We don't do full names. <laughs> we don't do full oh, names. <laughs> I'm new to this, not true to this. <laughs> you the expert you know. at hand. You are well, the expert at hand. Yeah, you know, I try. <laughs> Whatever. I they don't know the, the real you. I learned from the best. 
Don't don't do that. Who me? I know. I, I know nice. you learned from me, girl. Yes, you did. <laughs> I know. I teach well. Okay, it's time for you to go to bed. <laughs> it probably that's not bad time, but you know, anything to help out my people, my people. You know, I'm glad you came through. You know. Yeah, you know. When I got some down, when I got some downtime, I can help. Oh. <laughs> I can do it for the culture. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, how do you feel about people that need to invest in themselves? How do you feel about that? I feel like you should always invest in yourself because if you don't invest in yourself, who else is going to invest in you? You got to believe in yourself before you got to get others to believe in you. That. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like my thing is, if you don't invest in yourself, you can't expect somebody to invest in you because they're gonna think, okay, so she's not investing in her own brand. Why should I invest in her brand? That's how I feel. Right. It's not gonna make me want to do business with you. It's not gonna make me want to be affiliated with you. No part because you don't have confidence in your own self and you're not trying to put yourself out there and it's not going to help if you're waiting for other people to try to put you out there. Mm-mm. Can't do that. Exactly. Like anything you want to do, you want to go to school, you want to do modeling, make sure you invest in yourself. Like my thing is at the end of the day, you shouldn't want to want somebody to invest in you all the time because like my thing is if I invest in you and you're not investing in yourself I'm going to be like okay bitch, time, it's, you need to stop mooching off me now it's time for you to get your own money or something like that exactly and your friends can't always be having your back financially because they're your friends not your provider you are a human being you know you are capable to provide for yourself you get out here and do it and number step and one, always believe. Yep. Always believe in yourself and your talent. You can't expect other people to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. Right. Oh, and we also had Nate on the line, y'all. Uh, <laughs> so what you think, Nate? Um, you do have yourself for any. It goes for rappers, models, singers, dancers, whatever. Even strippers got to invest in themselves. <laughs> exactly. They go out and get them titties. <laughs> yes, okay. yes. They don't. People you got to invest in that in yourself. If you're a stripper, honey, you got to be in that gym. You got to have that strength. You got to keep twerking every night before you go to bed in your mirror, in your shower. You got to do it all. Definitely do. You have to invest in yourself no matter what you are. Even pastors have to invest in themselves. Yeah. Speaking of pastors, I'm not saying every pastor is like this, but some pastors are just just horrible. Like, be out here trying to mess with these girls. Y'all didn't see that pastor on Facebook making a sex tape? Uh Uh-uh. A sex tape? Yeah, that is not a date with the girls. Is is happening? I agree with the clique. I was like, really? He really? Then he really put it on Facebook and he posing for it too. I'm like, really? So that's what you that's what you were doing? Because be a man of God. If I was in that church, I asked for all the money I put into the building fund. Let me get my money back because I see what you're doing with it. (laughs) And it ain't going to new pews and robes and choir robes and hymn books and Bibles. Mm -mm. Let me get that back. I put it in the the tithe basket. (laughs) Yeah, that's. I don't want to talk about nobody or whatever. And I don't want nobody to feel some type of way. But I hate when people cancel on me at the last minute. It really burns me up. I'm sorry to tell you. It really burns me to hell up. Like, because if you. I'd rather you to tell me ahead of time so I can plan for it. But if you tell me at the last minute, like, that shit burns me up. Yeah, and you got to be, if you committed to something and you said that you were going to do something and you made a commitment, you need to do it because that's bad. That's bad business-wise. That's bad business-wise. That's bad for networking relationships. That's bad for friendships. That's just bad all, all, in, all in one because, like, 
if you can't, all you have in this world is your word. And if you can't keep that, then, or if you can't let somebody know when things change, then you're not dependable and you're not reliable. So you're not needed. Exactly. If, Mm-hmm. People don't understand that these days because your word is all you got. Yes, sir. I mean, I understand people got stuff to do, but you know, you got to value other people's time too, not just your time. Yeah, true. And then how are you going to expect to get further in the world if you can't keep up with a commitment for something as small as even just? trying to um, remind somebody, I mean, trying to tell somebody ahead of time what you can't do. Like, you have to be able to manage your time wisely, and you have to be able to keep up with your schedule, just like, especially if you're doing something with other people, you have to make sure that you're not interested with their schedule also, because you're not just the only person. Right. Y'all don't understand that. So what y'all had planned today? What was going on? Well, I had class planned today, planned to um, come home, watch my bad girls club, but, you know, kind of got a little <laughs> sidetracked, distracted, other stuff went on, and I missed it, but it's all right, I'll catch you tomorrow. <laughs> so, Nate, you know what Okay, I'm going back to my corner. 
No, 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 don't incriminate yourself. Don't tell all your business. Don't tell all your business. Anything you say can and will be used against you. Let it go. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> don't worry, because I'm going to get myself on a cruise. And then nobody I'm just know. trying to. I'm just trying to get myself on a vacation. Right. Uh, really, I'm trying to be on a vacation, but I need to find that bay first. Girl, you don't need no bay. Oh. <laughs> I need a bay to take my vacation. See, vacation, you know, you need a bay or less than just vacation. Well, yeah, she's looking for a bay. Somebody looks like Trey Songz or Chris Burnham. You need to be respectful. You need to be a respectful, (laughs) God fearing man to roll up over here, okay? Mm, Check it out. She got standards. Play songs is off limits. You heard that? Guess y'all fighting. (laughs) Girl, no, you can have him. You can have him. Just send me somebody like Jacquees to sing and dance, and it's God fearing, and I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> See, Tremaine too much of a playboy for me. I don't need no more playboys in my oh, life. Playtime oh, is Lord. over. Oh, Lord. Look, she about to defend her man. <laughs> playboy. He's just waiting on wifey. Oh yeah, he is, girl. You girl, you need to be up on his show so you can let him know. Okay? You need, okay. You need to get up on that show. So he can They should have had me on a so they can see what loyalty looks like, huh? Oh, I like. The whole yeah. show would be if I get on there. Shut it down. <laughs> down, all the way down. Right. He see you ain't going to be no more episodes. Just one and done. Uh, he said that is, mm, I already found her. Y'all go home. I, I suck that man dick be, like he never had his dick stuck before. Oh. She said she gonna say that's so loud. <laughs> well, if you get you a Trey song, you better do something. All the other girls throwing themselves at them. Girl, you better do something. You got to keep your man. You got to keep your man, baby. Mm-hmm. Well, you girls out here. They ain't they seduction. Mm-hmm. Y'all have a girl. <laughs> They trifling out here. They're suck dick for a piece of bubble gum. Hmm. Oh, oh my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure and and these about niggas it. too. These niggas be shady out here too. Yeah, they mm-hmm. do. They'll get their dick sucked by a nigga for some bubble gum too. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Check y'all out. But hmm. I'm Kermit and that ain't my business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that was, but um. Oh, that was my yeah. iPhone. I got a, that was my phone. Oh, they got a lot of. I'm on my house talking to y'all. Dudes on here. <laughs> she was like, I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Yeah, like that's that's crazy. But if I know I got me somebody that everybody wants, he ain't gonna want nobody because he gonna have the soul left from his body. I mean, oh just my left. <laughs> and he gonna the girl gonna be like, well, I can do it much better. No, you can't because every night all his soul come out his body and it goes back to him. Oh. And he don't need you to do that because he got me to do that. <laughs> okay. Put it down, put it down, put it down, down. Mhm. These females be out here talking about so. Oh, I don't, I don't suck dick. Well, guess what? Somebody else gonna do it for them. Exactly. Bitch, don't be scared to suck that dick. Exactly. It's it's natural. You want him to get you head, but you don't want to get him head. Like, how does that work? Females just they took me out with that. I swear. Like, how do you want a, a nigga to go down on you, but when he wants you to go down on him, it's a problem. Oh, I don't do that. That's nasty. Girl, stop. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Okay. <laughs> For real though. You got to please your man. What you want to do, someone else will. What you want to do, another will. That you got that right. And they want that right. And we'll do it better than you, and you're going to be mad when your man is gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't sit there and cry about somebody being a homebreaker. No. Your home was not happy. So she's thinking. If it was a home, your nigga never would have left, baby. Exactly. exactly. That's why I try to tell people. If your exactly. if your home is happy, your nigga wouldn't step out. So therefore, you can't blame the good, the other girl that your nigga is not with. So Kane, all you need you need to reflect back on yourself and say, y'all, if it's some shit that you not doing right, baby. Mhm. I'm a school. I'm a school y'all on that later. <laughs> Can't give y'all too many details right now. Mm-hmm. Got people listening, but um, so we can go into the, our music break, and then we're gonna come back, and then we're gonna interview Rain about how he mm. started. Okay, sounds like a plan.
Just say it right now, Lord. 
We're just waiting on our um, guests to come. Yes. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. That's good. So I have a question before we start the interview. I have read okay. your bio, and it says you were saying good deed. Is that the one by Tyler Perry? No, that was the one. It was by another producer that did a movie. Uh-huh. So it wasn't that one though, no. Oh. I thought I just wanted to ask give a little okay. figure that up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but what I was in you? the play, Good Man is hard to find. So I was in that, that play. I but not plays. that yeah. Perry made that play? Yes. Oh, I love plays. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I am from a small town called Jupiter, Florida, and I started Mm -hmm. uh, singing, you know, with with my um, family. It was a gospel group. And so from that point on, well, I didn't know really know what singing was. I was, like, real young. And after I saw that they was doing it, I was like, I could do this. So I kind of started mimicking, you know, mimicking my uncle and all of those people that were singing until I discovered my own self as far as mm-hmm. singing. So um, it kind of grew from that. And I always talk a lot. So, you know, my grandmother used to always tell me, you so nosy. So I started getting into <laughs> I started I getting into. I think all the people uh, from the South. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just took it and started getting into hosting. Yeah, I'm trying to do a little bit of that. I'm working on yes. getting there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, how how old were you when you first got your break on tele on TV? I was about let's see. With I would say professionally, I was like twenty. Three, and then on television, just regular TV, I was probably about ten. But professionally, after I started singing back up with Dottie Peoples, it just kind of went from there. A lot of networking and getting to meet people. Yeah. So, how did you get into Christian music, R&B, and hip hop? Well, I started when I was in Florida. I was doing dance music. On, on a record label, Beware Records, and I did a song, Give Your Love to Me, and that was pretty much dance music. But since I grew up in the church, you know, I in, as a, pro- a producer, they kind of changed the way you sing. So it was like, okay, we need to do it this way. So you do it this way for dance, and then we'll do it this way for R&B, and you do it mm-hmm. this way for gospel. So I had to kind of change my ways up because I'm a gospel singer. So, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like the producer is what take you and produce what they, you know, see and I guess in their head or whatever. So that's how I got into it from singing gospel with my family and then just meeting people in different, mm-hmm. um, you know, just different places. Okay, okay. So tell me a little about your radio show. My radio show, okay, I have a radio mm-hmm. show. It's on WNQG Radio, and I mostly deal with um, different issues. I own the station, but I just have one mm-hmm. show. We have other people on the on the show. But I, it mainly I deal with, um, like tomorrow I'm talking about hurt, you know, like mm-hmm. um, how do you get over hurt? 
So a lot of people like the topics because I just go in. I'm just, you know, it's it's kind of like how I do it. I just um, pretty much get topics from within. Like mm-hmm. we call it God, Infinite One. So when I hear what's going on from within, I just bring the topic out. And so I start that way. Everything I do now after my son's death is I listen from within. It's like yeah. my whole life changed. So Yeah. Oh, what's that up? can be what's, hard. What's up, boss? Right, um Steady J. Yeah. I'm the producer of the show as well. Um okay. you know, I I read about, a lot about you um <clears> coming <throat> into the show and you you just brought up a a perfect segue you were talking about the loss of your son. Um yeah. share a little bit of that story, that that testimony of what you were going through and I I did see you have a um a charity going into place for him and everything. Kinda of tell us a little yeah. bit about the story. Yeah, he um my son he was um well it's it started when he was uh like fourteen, but we didn't know anything about it. So he was being abused, it was covered up in the school system, so and he couldn't walk or talk, so he he was just wheelchair bound. So they would mm-hmm. like throw stuff at him or lock him in a room with the other other kids as well. And I found out that they threw him out of the wheelchair because that's when his hip was broken. But we didn't know what was going on. And the teacher passed gas in their face. I mean, she did a lot of stupid things that uh, it's kind of like mental cruelty and abuse. And we didn't find out until the second abuse that happened in the same school district where the teacher put this, um, she made this back brace. She took a back brace and ripped it apart and fastened it on his neck with a belt. And she did it for a while, and we didn't know about that until one of the the, the, the nurse actually told that this was going on, and then that's when I caught it myself. And he actually died from that. It was contributed to his death from the alleged abuse. That's just that's that's screwed yeah. up, man. Yeah, and you know, it's really like you know, going. I'm still going through the legal stuff and all of that, but the criminal, as far as criminal, it's nothing you can do in the state of Georgia. A lot of other states, it's nothing you can do about it. So that's why I started the organization to get with legislation to make it better, not just for special needs, but for all of us, because you see a lot mm-hmm. of the killing in the uh, communities, and the reason why is because a lot of people don't know that you got to change these laws. That's the only way it's going to change. We can yell and scream and protest. It's not going to do anything. Yeah, I know yeah, that so. people kind of, like, with, with special needs, People are really yes. bad about how they treat how they how they treat people with special needs, and they think right. because you know they might not be able to communicate the way they prefer that they can talk right. to them any kind of way, treat them any kind of way. But at the end of the day, they're people too. You just got. It, yeah. I mean, if you're a person, if you're really about people, you find a way to communicate on their level. And I think people lose it. Right. Yeah. And and from that, man, I suffered uh, when I okay. When I got this information, it was like I had two things going on at once. You know, I found out about the the first abuse while I knew about the second abuse. So when I when when my son passed away, that's when this this parent came up to me because she she noticed that um, they had took the names out of a report that they covered up. So at the end of the year, I fought to get my son out of this teacher's class because I knew that she was doing this after I took the picture and all of that. So with the thing on his neck, and so the parent said, the the parent that was involved in the cover-up was like, why are they changing him? Why is something going on? Something's going on. So she was adamant about it, and so she contacted me after the funeral. And it was a, a list of a book, a full book of things that they did to these kids. And so they left my son's name in accidentally. So when she saw the name, oh. she knew, and that's when she contacted me. Man, when I got the book, I looked at some of the stuff, what they did. 
and my body just couldn't take it, and I had a heart attack and had to have open-heart surgery. It was bad. I mean, the things that they did to these kids was, you know, it's like it's like a movie that somebody made up. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It reminds me of like those, like those horror films where yeah, these yeah. sadistic people do this. I see, I see some of this right. on Criminal Minds. Yeah. But see, what they yeah. didn't know, like I was telling um, the host that I grew up being, like my grandma used to always say, you so nosy, you this, you that. So I was an investigator as I was growing up, you know, gifted. So I pretty much handled a lot of things on my own. And when we got to the end, you know, as far as getting with an attorney, they had nothing to do. I just gave them the information, put it on their desk, and that was history. They didn't have to do any work because I had, you know, when somebody take your child, <laughs> you know, you'll go, you'll do anything. And so I didn't want to hurt anybody. I just wanted to fix it so that nobody else would go through what we went through, you know. And so that that was, it was deep, and it's still deep. You know, you have to hear this when you go to court. And it's like, you know, you just want it to be over. And it's, it's you know, it's still going on. It's been almost, it's going on seven years now. It's craziness. Yeah. All right. You can't even trust teachers these days. No. And that's why I speak and I encourage people just because, you know, it doesn't matter if they special needs or not. When you go to a school, make sure you know the teachers, the principal, because it's a culture. They do this. Mm-hmm. Like when when a child comes and say, you know, mommy or daddy, the teacher did this, believe them. I'm telling you, because it's for my, you know, for what happened to my family, it's, you know, it's really, it's, it's terrible. And that's why I never really, you know, I had thoughts to do something, but because I grew up, you know, studying not just the Bible, but all type of, um, you know, biblical and some things like um, things that, of healing that's outside of the Bible, all these different books from the Quran, everything. I mean, I just study, 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 and that's what kept me from going upside these people's heads. <laughs> I know, you know that's right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh, because my, had... my niece didn't go through physical abuse, but... Um, yeah. My brother, he had to take care out of a school. He had to take care, um, change her over to another school because the teach like in what's so sad was it was a Christian academy. That's no, that's yeah. so sad. Makes it even worse. It was a Christian academy, and because mm. she didn't quote unquote fit in with the other kids, um, right? They they were you know they the teacher were alienated just as much as the kids, and people thought that was all right. It was. Parents in the church covering up for this stuff, so my brother moved yeah. there from that school. Yeah, it's 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 really, and you know it, and they picked the right person to mess with because growing up, you know, if somebody come at me, I'm coming back at you. But see, back in the day, mm-hmm. it was you know we gonna fight, but now mm-hmm. it's like you know I gotta do something because it's 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 like I can't fight them now. I gotta fight them. You know, in court, I got to fight them spiritually. I got to change things. So they never expected me to go and change laws. I mean, we got the law changed along with um, Lala Dunson and the representative Stovall. You know, we we changed the law. So now you have to have cameras in the classroom in Georgia for special need kids. And and I'm working on the immunity. Yes. And, you know, the immunity law is my thing now. So I got with the senators. And, you know, growing up in school, I used to hate talking about senators and congressmen. I never knew, you know, what it was really for. So mm-hmm. now, you know, I'm like, man, I see why it's trying to keep me away from them because this was coming up in my life. So, but, yeah, so it's, you know, it's it's sad. And then it's not, because when you know where your child is and you've studied and you're spiritual, that is a great thing because, he, he, you know, Aaron is with his creator. 
It's what's yeah. going on here is what we got to fix. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing. That's what's up, man. Yeah, I just it, it's but so my so my question is this um, following up on that, how did you make that transition? You know, like you said, you you know, you you still fighting through it now, but how did you make that yeah. transition of still being able to pick back up in your career? Because a lot of people they let obstacles in their life stop them from doing the things they love. Well, you know, it did happen. It did. I stopped. So what happened? You know, when you when you have like when you go through like open heart, they actually took my heart out of my body and I was dead. That's what they do with open heart surgery. So I lost a lot of my memory during that time. So I forgot that I was a singer. <laughs> so I'm like, so wow. um, yeah, I forgot. And so then, you know, I was everything. It sounds kind of weird, but I always follow this voice. And so I heard the voice say, start singing again. And so I started, you know, I, I did send an email to Fred Jerkins. And I couldn't write this song because I'm a writer too because it's so deep, man. It's like you're trying to write something and then you just break. So that's what I asked my publicist. We got with Fred Jerkins, and I sent that email to him about my life. And he got with the writer for, you know, Beyonce and all of them. And they wrote the song because I couldn't do it. So they wrote it as a story. So when I go perform the song, I'm okay because I'm talking about a man. But when the the man is really me, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. So it was hard to do it, but because of the way that, you know, everything was, you know, it was structured. I'm able to do it, and I'm freely doing it now. So it, you know, that's that song is like my first song as far as coming back as an artist because I really forgot. You know, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I am a singer. You know, and so, you know, and now it's like it's kind of new, but I know how to do it. So it's like, because they say it takes about. 15 years for you to heal from open heart surgery because a lot of people die from it after, you know, like maybe a few years after. So, but it's, it's just been, it's really a blessing to be doing this because I've, I've pretty much walked with what, what I've been taught. And, Mm -hmm. and my, my thing now you have to, you you really have to forgive people in order for things to move, no matter what it is. You know, and according to the law, they do have to go through litigation, you know, as far as, you know, a lawsuit and all of that. You know, I don't even, honestly, I don't even know what they're doing with the lawsuit because I was so focused on, you know, these other kids, so. Yeah. Okay. So do you think that your testimony will make you a better a songwriter? Yeah, because I've been writing songs down. And um, it's kind of like, like on my radio show, I just want to encourage people and help people. in just like in R&B music, um, I have a song that I wrote that's um R&B song. It's dealing with relationships. And you, you tell the, the grit and the grind, and then you give them a solution how to handle it. That's kind of the way I do it now. I like that. Yeah, because certain people is either one way or another is either they give you a solution but or you know, but don't necessarily address what the problem is to lead to a solution. <laughs> right. Or they just completely they just name all these problems in the songs and they don't give you a way to solve it. The same don't way you do with solve. real life. Like you can't just yeah. be uh, police. The police need to start training our kids like this, and then you don't do anything, right? Yeah, and you know I learned too from from going through this that you know we all see like people get shot and all of that, and kids getting abused. But everybody's like if something happened right now, first thing they're gonna do 
is yell and scream, get on TV, you're going to see the news. They're making money. They don't mm-hmm. care about what's going to happen. They, a lot of people know that you need to change these laws. But if you change the law, see, I'm hated right now because I'm going after the law, and that's going to stop the money because they make mm-hmm. money off of this. That's why you have all of these these people, and I won't say the names, but they're always on TV talking about black this and black that, but they know how to change the law but won't do it because that's how they feed their family. This is ridiculous. A lot of people don't know that. So, you know, it's so easy. You just go in, you get with the legislation, talk with them and say, hey, you prove a point, and then they say, okay, well, we'll fight for it when they have a session, and you may get it. It may take two or three years, but that's all it takes. But people won't do it because it's going to mess up their pockets. Right. If people channel if people channel these Facebook statuses, they uh it's easy to put into these Facebook statuses into uh sending letters to that Congress people, we have a whole right. lot of stuff changed. Right. <laughs> yeah. They write these t- four page letters and then you know, we can't find nothing we can't find find it anywhere in the mailbox of these Congress people. Yeah. So when you see all these people in there, if somebody get killed right now, they're going to do the same thing over again. If we have another, another Trayvon Martin, it's going to do the same thing again, over and over and over, because that's how they make money. And some mm-hmm. people uh, some people wanted to take my case, and I refused it, because I don't want, you know, I don't want to be on TV and doing all of that. I want to be behind the scenes changing laws. And we did it. And now we're working on that immunity law because it's going to affect everybody, the immunity law, because, you know, it's not right for police officers and teachers to abuse you and nothing is being done because that's a law. They're immune to it. They don't They don't have to deal with criminal, you know, going to they jail. They get paid vacations. <laughs> right. <laughs> if I mess up my job right now, I'm out of it. That's what they did. I even asked them. I was like, okay, why don't you suspend this teacher? They wouldn't do it. And so what happened, my daughter, who went to the school where Aaron was abused, she had to go to the school, you know, because, you know, right after he passed, she had to go to school, and the teacher was still teaching there. And so it was kind of hard for her. And so... They, her and her friends, teacher fired because she abused another child a few months ago. Yeah. Wow. Same teacher. So, and so that's why I do this. You know, it's more about helping and helping other people now. It's not about Ron singing that much anymore. You know, Ron, I'll go sing, and that give me the platform to say. Like when I was at the Oscars, I, I host the red carpet. That gave me a platform to talk to these A-list artists about disability. How can you help in the community with disability? Kids are being abused. That's what I've been doing now. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a girl on YouTube. Uh, I've been following for a while. Who I, I actually know her um, from yeah. other outlets on social media. She has something called Sitting Pretty. And she finds a way to t- kind of normalize, normalize um, people with disabilities. A lot of people, you know, they look at the, oh, how can we feel sorry for them? But, you know, she shows that they have, you know, some of the, uh, some of the bad stuff they go through, but as well as show that, you know, how they can live normal lives, too, and daily right. life and everything. So, yeah, we need more stuff like that going on. Yeah. I think that's what it is. And people don't think that people with disabilities are people, so they don't feel like they right. can just write them off. Yeah. That's the way they think. And and I, I do the special. This is what I do now. I have a Special Needs Rock Awards that's coming up October 29th. I've been doing this my third year. Ever since Aaron passed, I've been doing this to 
give to the special needs community. So what I do is get the kids and I award them, like just like a Grammys Awards, and I invite the lawyers and I give the the teachers and the doctors, and, and I'm going to probably do a police officer this year so they can actually see. You get everybody in the room and you see these kids because once you see them, then you'll be like, oh, okay. And that's what's bringing unity with them because they're being treated like slaves, like, you know, like back in the day. But nobody sees that. These kids are being beaten, thrown around, just like they did in slavery. Yep. Well, um, T, you have any final questions you want to ask them? Yeah, my final question is, did you enjoy hosting on a national television network? Yes, I enjoyed it because it allowed me to first tell the story and then meet a lot of people and find out that they have the same issues that we have. They're the same as us, you know, and and, and I met, you know, different people and, become, you know, I became friends with them. And it's just I loved it being on that platform. Was you nervous at all doing it? Not, no, it was because, like I was saying, my grandma, <laughs> my grandma always <laughs> told me I was nosy, so I would always ask questions anyway. So I would pretty much, and you know what? I never studied the person because a lot of people study the person, so I mm-hmm. don't because they give me opportunity to ask more questions. Yeah. I exactly. never look at them. I, I like natural conversation. That's all I do, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know a little bit, like, they may play on something or something like that. But then, you know, I'll ask questions like, um, so have you ever had anything like this happen in your life? Or, you know, and it digs, and then they, they open up. Yeah. Yeah. So I loved it. Oh, definitely. Um, my, my final question to you um, is, if you could give any advice to a person who's going through something Maybe not exactly not not exactly your story, but yeah. just going through something right now and go trying to find the passion and get to do the things they love. How do you, you know? What can you tell them? What can you share with them? I would say the first thing you do is stop, look at the situation, meditate, because that'll calm you down. That'll calm you down, and once you meditate. Find the forgiveness from within for yourself and then forgive the other person. And you don't necessarily have to deal with them, but just forgiveness because once something is done, you can't change it. So as you, if you stay there in it, then you'll be stuck. So you have to just forgive and move forward and do something about it, but don't stay stuck being angry and mad and, you know, want to do something. Just move forward and handle what you need to handle in order to make it better. Definitely. Well, man, I, I, we appreciate you for coming through, man. Definitely was yeah. great guest, a lightning guest. You know, sometimes people, they want all the shows to be turn up, turn up. But we want guests, we want guests like you, man, to come through. You know, we, we laugh some, we laugh some too, but, yeah. Talk about you know, talk about real stories, man, that affect everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a great thing because, you know, you said laugh, I laughed to do this whole thing. I mean, I it, it's kinda <laughs> weird, you know. It was like I laughed through the whole thing, man. I'm telling you, even when the song went to to um the song is on uh, what is that, Royal Star Hip Hop? And it oh, got yeah, yeah. billions of views. And the people with the comments, it's funny. I mean, if you, if you, a person that's stuck on yourself, it's gonna bother you. But to me, I was laughing with them. I was like, you know what? That is true. <laughs> it was funny to me. They said some real bad stuff, but it was funny because mm-hmm. if you look at it from their aspect, it is kind of funny. It is. So, and, and I never let those things get to me. Because with me, it's all about other people. Yeah. 
uh, I, I always find a way when people like first like I, I do a Facebook live at the um so my my shows and people are getting some people get in the comments talking crazy. I just yeah. it and um and make it turn to jokes. Sometimes I yeah, own a joke and say, you know what, maybe I do, I do got peanut heads or something like that. You know, I, I find a way to <laughs> yeah. twist it because they know you upset. They gonna dwell on it. All they gonna day. go in. Yeah, mm-hmm. they'll go in. Like one person said, "Man, this ain't no hip hop turn this." You know, they was cussing and doing all of that. So I was like, "But, but they listened. That was my. That was what I wanted them to do. Because if you're talking about it, that means you heard it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah." And I just wanted to say um, the song is up for an award, so I'll be going out to um, actually to uh, Hollywood. Um, in, it's the in, Indie Channel Award. It's a big thing in Hollywood, and also the Man Up Award. Yeah, they're, they're giving me an award for standing for the special need kids. That's going to be in Las Vegas. So I'm receiving this for all the kids that are and that, you know, are being abused. And just to let them know I'm going to be able to stop this because it's 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 moving. When you move by yourself, it's kind of slow because a lot of people don't want to get involved against the government. So, but it's getting done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. It's dangerous when you deal with it, when you go going against the government. Really? Then you become number one enemy. Yes, yes. Yes, but I really appreciate you all for just, you know, for allowing me to express this and to to let your people that you have on here know that they must visit the schools, special needs or not. Get to know the teachers and the principals. I'm definitely going to know my child. My my, my parents were in the PTA, but they they, they did not play. They stayed on top. As a matter of fact, my mom... When she was working, or when she was, uh, before she started working, uh, she would do. She worked the after-school program and stuff. So yeah, they, my parents didn't play about that. Right. My mom didn't either. <laughs> That's how I she wanted to make sure That's you knew she was out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I my child. I don't just let any and everybody watch it because. Mm. Right. Because everybody be like, oh, I'll, I can watch your child. No, I'm okay. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> and it's best to stay that way because I do not want anybody. I'm telling you, you do not want to go through this because, you know, a lot of people won't be able to handle it. And somebody might be dead, you know. And so. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would be the one that couldn't handle it. Yeah. This is my only child. <laughs> yeah. So it, and I'm gonna, I'm tell you, it wasn't. I'm not saying it's easy because the person sat in front of me in court. So there was a lot mm-hmm. of things going on in my head, but I had to stay humble, and I had to mm-hmm. trust God. So, you know, and and it wasn't the God that be in church and everybody be jumping and screaming. It was that spiritual God, that infinite power, that Creator, that energy. That stopped me from doing something foolish. And that's yeah. what it was, and uh, and I just yeah. That's, I, that's, that's why I tell people, you guys know, because people people pray. I, I always tell them the best thing to do is talk to them like you talk to one one of your homies. Yeah, like be real with them. Don't sit there and ah, yeah. let me tell you. <laughs> About my friend called Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you ain't got to do all that to, to connect with him. You know, uh-uh. I just, just talk to him. Just talk to him. Like, talk, I, I, I would talk to him in the car like he just wanted to be, like he wasn't on me. That's how I am. I was like, I'm going to this lady in the head with a pencil. <laughs> That's how I was in court. I was thinking that. And, and, you know, and, and I had to talk. You know, I couldn't be like, you know, going through all of that. I had to be like, hey, I'm about to do something. <laughs> I need somebody. I need you to help me, you know, and it's, it's real. 
Yeah, Dinky Johnson ain't gonna be able to do that. Devote Dinky Johnson. You gotta sit out on this one. We can't. We that's not gonna work in this in this case, bro. Counting here, singing. Ha ha! Love you, can't love no more. <laughs> yeah, look at me. Oh boy, it's gonna work in here in court, man. I'm, I'm too, I'm too uh, <laughs> hype right now. That's not gonna work. <laughs> I was on a whole different level then. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm ready to really, really seriously do some damage. Well, well, I couldn't hear yeah, the, we, we I thank you for coming through, man. I, yeah. Hey, I wasn't thinking about no Usher board members. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that. But, yeah, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you all. And, and just keep doing this because... People, man, y'all doing a great thing, and I thank y'all for helping me heal through this because talking about it is the best medicine. Yeah. Yes. Um. I that's that's all. T man. T T has has been doing this. Um. You know, she 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 had personally she went through. You know. You know. Uh, I don't think she might even bring it up, but you know, she having a mm-hmm. child and just finding a way back into doing it, and she's doing a a good job. You know. Because our first season, we did that. She, it was it was very promising. She came back and just hit the ground running again. So I'm proud of her um, yeah. for what she's done and bringing people like you to the forefront. So it's, it's definitely dope. Yes, I appreciate it. You're welcome. And I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to interview you. Okay. Um, how can people follow you, by the way? What the actual it? Yeah, um, it's Ron Anthony, R-A-H-N-A-N-T-H-O-N-I. That's on Twitter, um, Instagram, and uh, also it's RonAnthony.com. And also they can go to They Can't Talk But We Can and see the story. And um, also on YouTube, They Can't Talk But We Can. We have a documentary about what happened, and we're working on a movie, too, with Christelle Wilson and a play with Deatra Hicks. So it's, um, nice. that's what we're doing. So, yeah, please check it out. Follow me, and you get all the information, and just just keep moving forward, no matter what happens. Keep yeah, going. let go and let God. Yeah. All right, y'all. T. I guess that's it. That is the end of the after hours, my damn. Yeah. All right. I'll see you later next next week. Same time, same place. All right. Bye. All right. Bye bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.